Yeah! Talking about expressvpn.com slash nooners. Love ExpressVPN. You've got to have a VPN in today's world or you're not living your life right, brother. People are going to start stealing your passwords, all your bank info, everything. And I know most of you are probably thinking, uh, why don't you just use incognito mode? Let me tell you something. Incognito mode doesn't hide your activity. Doesn't matter what mode you use or how many times you clear your browsing history, your internet service provider can see every single website you've ever visited. That's why when I'm at home, I never go online without using Express VPN. Huge fan. I've had it for years. ExpressVPN is an app that reroutes your internet connection through their secure servers so your ISP can't see the sites you visit. ExpressVPN also keeps all of your information secure by encrypting 100% of your data with the most powerful encryption available. Most of the time, I don't even realize I have ExpressVPN on. It runs seamlessly in the background uh, of all my computers and my laptops and my phones, and it's super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button, and you're protected. ExpressVPN is available on all your devices, like I was saying, phones, computers, uh, even your smart TV. So there's no excuse for you not to be using it right now. Protect your online activity today with the VPN rated number one by CNET and Mashable. Visit my exclusive link, expressvpn.com slash nooners, and you can get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S, vpn.com slash nooners. Expressvpn.com slash nooners. Head there to learn more. Yeah, talking about liquidiv.com, promo code Nooners at checkout. You see us drinking it on the show every single day. Where would we be, Japes, without Liquid IV in our lives? Dehydrated, we'd have headaches, we'd be tired, exhausted. Yep. Not be able to get through the day, get through work, we'd be sick all the time. I'd be hungover. (laughs) Every single day. Love the liquid IV. Liquid IV hydrates you with benefits like electrolytes, essential vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients with three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drinks out there, plus eight vitamins and nutrients in a single stick. It's clear why Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. It's just a little tiny stick full of powder. Pop it in 16 ounces of water. You're good to go. What's your reckon, Jabes? Double or triple hydrated? Du- I would say double. Oh, I'd say triple. What? Nay. I'll say triple today. Huge fan of Liquid IV. Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration. With Liquid IV, get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code Nooners at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop better hydration today using promo code Nooners at liquidiv.com. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Ross Patterson Take a one. Uh, happy 
happy NFL draft day, oh Jables. Hi. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Uh, every lady hates NFL draft. No, I'm day. sure that's not true. They put it on in prime time too. Mm-hmm. Now it used to be uh, like a little, a little day thing, a little. Uh, now it's on in prime time. <laughs> NFL eight o'clock, the draft. I get down with the draft. Do you get down? You you used I to not only, get down with the draft. Well, I only get down with the draft because they make it so. I like the drama. The whole I shit. I like the stories. Yeah. I don't care about the actual game, as we all know. Right. But I do like when there's like a little bit of drama. You, you enjoy Maybe there's going a to football games in on person. the field. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because, yeah. you know, you're drinking, you're eating, and pretty much I'm happy if that's happening. Yeah, you are. Like you, literally you are. anything can be going on as long as I can. You're an easy gal. <laughs> You're an easy guy to love. Oh. You're an easy guy. Well, uh, well, let's, you know, let's uh, uh, pump let's, the brakes. Let's back yeah. her on up. Uh, you know, you're an easy guy to, to, to please, you know, throw a dog, yes. throw a dog in your mouth. Yeah. Uh, some some <laughs> form of uh, some form of white wine. Uh, yes. You're good to go. Yes. Good to go. Red uh, in the red, winter. Red. Yeah. Red. Red in the winter. <laughs> white in the summer. I'm a seasonal. I go seasonal. Yeah. With the hair. And my wine. You really like, do. Yeah, you go a little bit more brunette yeah. in, this, in the winter. You look great today. You what, really do. What is going doing on? Doing it today, James. What is going doing, on? I'm just saying you're doing it. Okay, you're I like your it. hat. You I, really I appreciate are. it. This is uh, Nathaniel Ratliff and the Night Sweats. Um, they, they came to Wilmington, North Carolina. Your favorite band. Awesome. We got to see them and they fucking crushed. Not only that, but uh, I'm wearing this hat in particular because they have the coolest merch of Dude. any band. And we go to a lot of concerts. They have the coolest merch of any band we have seen. And awesome. I was like, shit. Because we don't usually get the merch. It's like, oh, okay, the t-shirt for what? Like, but that I, shit, I it's was rare. Like, I think awesome. the, last, the last time I bought merch at a concert was Rolling Stones. Um, they had yeah. that, uh, that dope ass, uh, trucker hat with the American flag tongue. Ah. Yeah. Uh, big fan of that. Yes. Um, but we typically don't get, get merch at a, we're not impressed by it. Usually it's like shitty Gil Dan yeah. material. It's not like, a, it's not like a Ross Patterson revolution tri-blend. No. From rosspattersonrevolution.com. No. Um, it's, it's usually that shitty Gil Dan and you can see it because it's the, it's the classic like merch boxes where it's just like that. You can tell they've. Yeah. Just pulled it out on the road over and yeah. over again. Yeah. This had these these crazy trucker hats, which are like mm-hmm. old school 70s. Yeah. Their tees were all dope as fuck. Mm-hmm. They had the old school 80s sweatshirts. Uh, and then they had the mugs, like Black Rifle coffee mugs. Yeah, but like that tin. Yeah, the yeah like that, tin that, cowboy that sweet style. Tin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it also had it in that blue, speckled blue cowboy cup style yeah. which you guys know what i'm talking about when you see it's a it's it was um, it's really cool and they're look those are those are expensive that takes time for sure they, they put a lot of thoughts into sure. their merchandise and it fits up with the the, the style of the band they were also selling cool. cassette tapes like a shut a, the fuck a up record really? and cassette tape like duo i was like Oh, oh my god. Boy. That's awesome. Like they're just like awesome. that. Yeah. They probably like they're so old school and like And the show, by the way, they sounded better live yep. than they did on on their their, you know, online and you're just like, "Fuck, man." I know. They're I, really goddamn good. I uh, and a I also lot knew about them, but I love them. Yeah, but I I, I also knew when we saw that show uh, cuz it was gorgeous. Uh, what's the name of that amphitheater here? 
Greenfield Lake. Greenfield Lake. It seats about 1,200. First come, first serve. Mm. Um, it's right on the lake. Yeah, dude. Uh, they got, you know, beer, wine, all kinds of shit. People were pulling up canoes, canoes and, like, watching tailgating. from the river. I mean. Yeah. Uh, unbelievable gorgeous. atmosphere. But I also knew when we saw them, they were so good. It was like, they'll never be back to a venue no. this small ever again. So, mm. But it was sweet to see them in their, like, last small venue, yeah. <laughs> really. It's great. Great. Had a, um, had a great they time. They were great actually show. playing Coachella this time last year. Were they really? Yes. I did not know that. Yeah, maybe or maybe the year before, but they played Coachella. Wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because that was was one of their big that that one song that broke through. Because I saw them on Jimmy Fallon. That's how I discovered them. Yeah. Um, But but, uh, yeah, great show. Anyways, great merch. I'm wearing it today. It's uh, Nathaniel Rateliff and the Night Sweats. Um, If you get a chance and they come to your your town, check them out. Not like they're a sponsor or anything. We're fans. I know. We're just fucking fans. Fangirling. Uh, but we do have some sponsors, we Javes. We do? Who pay for the whole donkey. They pay for the whole donkey. Not just the hindquarters. Yeah, they pay for the whole donkey. Uh, first up, we've got straightrazors.com. Um, boy, they got I got their equipment out in front of me. Uh, one of the things they have is, is the... Uh, they, they sell straight razors, obviously, to shave with, which is incredible. But they've also got safety straight razors for the newcomers. The oh, newcomers, yeah. so it's like, because it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a, a clean, hard shave. You have to practice, you gotta, right? You got to practice. Yeah. And, and, and I will say this. Once you get used to it, you'll get hooked on it because the shit, your face lasts forever. I, found, I, don't, like, I don't have to shave very often anymore, which is nice, where I'm like, yeah. great. Uh, and also, I haven't used razors in like five months, which is amazing. Um, go to straightrazors.com. They got the best aftershave in the biz, cologne. They got uh, shampoo, uh, everything for beards. Uh, they are the absolute jam. Their kits are the shit. If you're looking to, to get something for Father's Day, uh, go to straightrazors.com. Get your dad a, a straight razors kit because um, it's just classy and cool, and it makes it look like you, you put thought and time into the gift. Type in the promo code REVOLUTION. You get 20% off. Big fan of straightrazors.com. Again, uh, they, they're, they're huge on the show. We're doing a lot with them this year. Um, please, please go and buy their products because it, it helps support the show. Type in the promo code REVOLUTION. You get 20% off. Next up, we got strikeforceenergy.com. Uh, look, we know about the tiny little tin pouch. We know that I drink them every day. These are the boxes that come in. You, you, you get 10 to the box. Uh, they get a subscription. They ship all around the world. Uh, they ship directly to your your fucking house. Um, Not use them, better. Yeah, use them every day. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna. No no. Yeah. No. Boom boom. Oh, you guys. Get a little get so a little much. strike force going in me. I need it. This strike I need it and I want it. Um, go to strikeforceenergy.com for all your needs. Kick the can, kids. You don't need the can anymore. You just pop a couple squirts in any type of liquid. You're good to go. And the shit lasts longer than five-hour energy, which is nice. So go to strikeforceenergy.com. Use the promo code REVOLUTION. You get 20% off. Tell them Ross sent you. I'm kidding. You can't do that through the computer. So just use REVOLUTION for 20% off on Strikeforce Tell Energy. Tell them Large Marge sent you. Uh, last but not least, we got a night she cries while he rides his steed. The first ever romance novel for dudes written by Ross Master Antonio Orenthal James Patterson. Uh, f- funniest book of all time. J-Books, can I get a horse noise from you? Oh. Oh, boy. <laughs> boy, I'm just... I just, like, disgust myself sometimes. Yeah, I'm just disappointed you know? in you at this Boo! point. Yeah. I'm no. just super disappointed. Like, I you're know. you're you're losing it. You guys... You're I losing your know. touch. 
You you started off as the woman good. of a thousand voices. I've never been good at voices. No, you, you've not. <laughs> not once. So losing I just wanted to touch. hear it out of your mouth. You I know? know. You just, just wanted want, to hear it out of your mouth. You um, want to see if maybe I was able to do it this one time. And you weren't. Still no. You weren't. Still failed us. Still no. Uh, look, kids. Uh, at Night She Cries While He Rides His Steeds. Available in bookstores everywhere. Amazon.com, Walmart.com, BarnesandNoble.com. You name it. And Audible.com. Uh, it's, of course, it's my lovely voice doing the audio. As well, the Jablers pops in, in here and there. You, here you, and you there. Try to guess who she is. That'll be a fun guessing game. Uh, look, it's it's got five stars on Audible, so you did something right. You oh, did something right, thank Jables. You, you did. Uh, today's today's uh, the top of the show is 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 take your kid to work day. What? Uh, it is around the nation. Did did you, did you bring your child today? Um, no, 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 because you don't want him anywhere near this goddamn place. No, uh, he can't hear this language. You guys, he can't hear this language. We can't have a baby on a no. podcast. Um, so that's why uh, those of you at home are like, oh, let's take your kid to work day. Did you bring your kid to work? Absolutely not. If he heard no. any of this filth that comes out of my mouth, um, I'd just be a bad father at that point. Somebody asked me that at the book club. Um, I'm in a book club because I'm super cool. Yeah. And I'm not nerdy. Because you're the bomb.com. And the bomb.com and God. I'm fine. Yeah, yeah. Everybody in the book club is fine. Yeah, sure, sure. Sure. And they asked if you were going to take no, uh, they go, Jackson to well, the- they No, no, but they were like, does Jax, does he curse? And I was like, why? Right. And I was all, whatever, bitch, Fuck you. And I just yeah. like reached over the table. You pulled out a Glock. I grabbed her by like so hard. Glock 19. Yeah. yeah. No, but I was just like, no. Like, what do you think? I'm do- like letting him listen to the podcast or any. No or way. Or that we swear in front of the child. No, like, my God. You guys. I've almost sworn in front of every- our child once and it was during the Ohio State Michigan. It was during a football Everybody game. Everybody has that time where they're like, oh, God. Yeah. But like. No, we're not. Yeah. We're not ridiculous. Yeah. I, so I bitch slapped her. She's out of the group. Yeah. Fuck her. Well, fuck you, bitch. No, yeah. I'm just joking. I'm uh, just joking. No, but a lot of people assume that. They're like, oh, you guys must be crazy all the well, time. Like, yeah. I'm not gonna, it's not like I'm going to be like, yeah, fucking pick up your fucking toys, baby. We never, we never do that to the kid. No. Never do we that do to the child. We do call baby, though. Baby. A baby. Baby. Get that damn baby out of my face. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, grab my gun off the floor, baby. Baby. Um, but but yeah, anyway. we're we're definitely not bringing him to work. No, are nor we? are we putting him on the show because I, I got we, I get a few messages about that of like, oh hey, that'd be a fun thing for you to have him on the show. It's like, what? Why? And what part of that would be fun for him or us? Right. To have a have a baby on the show. Also, everyone knows like nobody likes your kid as much as you like your kid. Yeah. Like I barely even post pictures because like I don't want to see the pictures of your kid. Yeah. I, and that's, so I assume that no one wants to see the pictures, pictures of, of ours. my kid. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, look, I do, I do. I do it for myself because I love my, my son. Well, and there is but people all, that are like, he's so cute. I, yeah, like, but I'm also acutely aware that like everybody has their own kid. And it's like, I'm the same way with you where it's just like, ah, all right, cool. Once in a while, you know. You're the same way it. with me? Same way as you of like. Oh, as me. Of like, I look <laughs> at other people's kids and you're just like, oh, great. Yeah. Like, you know? I don't. I don't ever want to like. I don't overpost a your, child. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I don't want to hold your baby. I no, I don't either. I don't you know either. What I mean, like I don't really want to. There's some cool kids out there, but like for the most part, they they all are. Ninety percent of them are dirty. Soup's annoying. Yeah. And dirty, and you know. I don't want to fucking hold your baby. You're right. No. You're right. I'm. I'm. I, I, look, I'm with that. 
Um, but I find it, I find it, I find it funny. Oh, oh, fuck it. Uh, they're, they're, they're not watching. They're at the book. This is on too late for them. Um, uh, but I find it amusing that bring your child to work day falls on the same day as the NFL draft. Oh, you think that's funny? Well, most people entering the NFL draft have multiple children at this point. So it's oh like, <laughs> boy, here we go. No, I uh, you can't. You're not bringing your kids to the draft either because you don't know when you're going to get selected. And it's right now. Now they're only televising the first round um, during prime time, which is smart. Yeah, but that's still like three, three and a half hours where you're Jesus like, Jesus Christ, you I know, guys, I know, and you're just locked in, too. locked in the whole Ugh. shit. The pageantry. And the magic of the it. The magic. You never get to see humans wear this bad of suits in their entire life either. Um, and I don't know. It, it, there's something about athletes. They just cannot. They cannot dress themselves. I don't know. And, and NFL, NFL players or future NFL players like the ones being drafted today, they're not the worst either. Um, I would say I would say NHL. Uh, like uh, The hockey. Hockey guys. Yeah, they, they they now make players dress up on the way to the games. Yeah. It's part of their business of like, yeah. hey, look like you're a business person. Uh, on the gym uh, treadmill last night, and I, I saw they, uh, a hockey game was about to start today. The, the players walking into the arena, and it's just a bunch of like big, white, foreign, bearded, you know, Canadians or Russians walking into the arena with these ill-fitting suits. Yeah, you can yeah. tell they've never worn mm. suits in their entire life. Like putting a suit on a bull. Really. Yes. And, and, and it's, you know, the, the fabric looks cheap. They look, you know, cheap. And you're like, you can tell they just can't wait to get out of it. Just that. And it's, and it's solely for that five-minute walk from the bus through the tunnel to get on the thing. So we're just like, Are take it rebelling? off and put on their dirty, their dirty. It can't. That why, but is that fined. why they like wear such crappy suits? Is it like, fine, you want me to fucking wear a no. suit? It'll be bright green. I don't I'll have fucking stripes here. They like, don't know any better. Whereas NHL players don't know any better. Whereas NFL players do. And they think they look sweet oh. in these suits. So you're like, oh boy. Who's the worst? Cam Newton, right? Cam Newton. Well, Cam Newton tries. Uh, oh, is, you think Does he is- wear... He wears ridiculous suits, but I think it's on purpose where it's okay. like, hey, and they look expensive, at least, where okay. you're like, man, you spent a lot of do- like a, a lot of money on a on a teal suit. Right. Where you're just like, shit. But he'll try to mix and match socks and shoes and do the whole thing. And it's like uh, he's trying to make a statement with it every time. Mm-hmm. Whereas I think everybody else who thinks they're making a statement isn't where it's just, oh, that's an unfortunate suit. Mm. It's an unfortunate yeah, suit. I got you. Uh, and I, I, I dug a little into this and went back in the day. Uh, there was a, a 30 for 30 on ES, ESPN uh, called Broke. And there used to be a suit company. And I don't, I don't know if there still is one that would roll into these NFL locker rooms before um, NFL, Major League Baseball, all of them before the season started, knowing full well that you've got to do press conferences afterwards. You might want to get a suit. And, and they would roll out the suit and be like, all right, guys, we can outfit your entire year for 50 grand. And that's a minimum. If you want even nicer suits, it's 100 uh, if you want the best suits around, it's going to be 250 You want the Steve Harveys. Yeah, the Steve Harvey be. collection. Because that's what the NFL draft is. It's the Steve Harvey collection. Uh, but what okay. they would do is, since all the players make different money, they didn't want to be outshined by anybody or mm. look like they were poor or, or you know, or whatever. So these, 
athletes would be blowing their, their money on these fucking suits. And you're like, oh, boy. Um, and I feel that happens now with the NFL players where they're like, no, I want to be fashionable. Right. So tonight you're really going to see some suits. Oh, uh, they're going to come out. And, and you, you might say, hey, where does that rank in, 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 in the long list of, of ill-fitting suits for athletes? NFL is not the worst. Uh, NHL is up there. But the worst is the NBA. God damn yeah. it. Because you're at a, and it, and it has nothing to do with, with culture or race, because uh, I want to make that clear across the board. NBA suits are hideous because of their height. Yes. They're, they, they're all super custom. Same with NFL players to a certain degree. You still have the smaller guys, uh, you know, who different positions. But NBA players are all like, you're trying to design a suit for a 6'10 man who out of college, those kids weigh like a buck 65. So it's like, not only are you super tall, but you're thin. So the suit, the suits are real baggy. Um, and it's just the worst colors and it's, it's thin and baggy and tall. And you're, the shoes are like boats and you're just the whole thing. It looks like a clown, a clown get up where you're just like, <laughs> right. Oh boy. So if you're looking for worst suits across the board, we're going, we're going NBA one. Uh, NHL two, okay. Uh, MLB, we're going Major League Baseball third. Really? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, and and I would say, you know, I would say NFL is probably the last on that list out of as far as the four majors. But it's still shitty. Like mm-hmm. when you see it tonight, you'll be like, oh boy, boy. Right. What were oh, you boy, thinking? Boy, boy. Yeah, and and then some players like you know, uh, I I enjoy it personally because I like to see all of the kids who are going getting drafted they usually tell where they came from uh what, what kind of hardship and you get to see their families and their family's reaction yeah. and all that stuff and as a parent you oh, sit there I and you watch cry. it and you, i know and, I you, cry. and it's the same way so there, there's a lot of factors in it not only my is you know you're rooting i'm rooting for my favorite team right to pick somebody sweet uh but then my college team i'm rooting for all those kids to get picked because you right. know i've been watching them for years uh, and then the families and like, you know, if you get drafted in the first round, that's a, that's a life changing event. Yeah. If you're smart about your money, you should theoretically should never have to work again. Yeah. Uh, and they did to take this back to an earlier episode we did about the guy losing the island. Uh, mm. he's, he's going to get drafted uh, tonight at some point. Oh, shit. Um, he uh, he himself uh, got sat down and they asked him the question. They were like, what about that island, dog? Um, you know, cause you had to wear the Adidas shoes, uh, during the 40 yard dash. Yeah. So he didn't get it to win the, so he didn't get it. Yeah. Turns out he, he did have a deal with Nike. What did I fucking say? What was the first thing that I said? You called it. You called it. You guys, I'm wrong on a lot of things Yeah. and I'm going to admit that I'm not, again, I'm not on the show for my brains, but right. that um, one, it had to be right. So when, when they sat him down, the first question out of the reporter's mouth was, what about that? What, what about right. that? The islands and the million dollars, whatever. And he goes, well, you know, it's fine. He goes, I'm, but uh, let me make it clear. Like, uh, I don't miss the island. I'm per- perfectly happy with Nike. And it was like, oh, oh. okay. Yeah. Um, yes. So I'm, I'm assuming there was a handshake deal before that happened. Again, like before we talked or about after. Well, I, I want to say before, and here's why okay. with that Adidas deal on the table, and again, this record hasn't been broken. It was 2008 was when uh, Chris Johnson sent that record um, with, with that deal on the table. And you know your time's going in and that, that 
you know, as you're practicing for the NFL Combine. Yeah. I bet you his agent called and said, hey, Nike, yeah, I got a, I got said, a guy yeah. who's probably going to break this. Um, it's probably going to be a first round pick. If you want to throw him, if you want to throw him a million for those for that Nike and he breaks that record, we're good on that, right? Because um, he'd rather be with Nike anyways. And I, that's what I think yeah, happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they, Had you know, they be. grilled him and he said he wouldn't say any either way. Of but, course. Uh, but that's of course. the that's the magic that's, of all of that. Yeah, that's the magic of the draft. The that's magic. that's what I like. Yours would have to be like, like what a, a Real Housewives draft or something. <sighs> Stop it. What? I'm not even into the housewives anymore. I'm like all Southern charm all the way. Oh God. Um, what, what is Southern charm? What's, what's your new jam these days? Southern, Southern charm? charm. It's still Bravo. It's all Bravo. Guys are just rolling their eyes. I'm not going to get into it, but it's, no, because it's we, we, we have these, to watch this, this shit, which is why I, it's a group of friends in Charleston and they're all kind of like names. So in Charleston, like names mean everything like Ravenel and because they're rich, like it's old family money it's or old, what? Yeah. So in Charleston, it's old money. So these people generations of just oh gotcha, like, gotcha, you gotcha. know what i mean and yeah. so this is the generation of just like surfing doing nothing but they're is there surf in charleston they surf yeah man. is it really i didn't know that we've been there folly beach we have but i didn't i didn't notice mm. anybody surfing so uh i like folly beach i yeah, like I think charleston's we were, a great city by we the way we're wasted i fucking love charleston but it is very it's very old money it's very old yes, school yes, southern yes. so it, you uh, get a very, lot of, very charleston yes yeah. yeah, and yeah. like, you know, so it's McCready so and stupid. Creechmeyer would be there. Yes, there is a law office of McCready and Creechmeyer. Sure. It's so stupid, but I I like it because I'm not from here. We're not, you're from the South. I'm not from the right. South. So like, right. to me, this is just a really heightened version of what people think the South is. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I think it's funny. But I think a chef draft would be sweet. So like oh. restaurants, like really high yeah, 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 end yeah. restaurants would be like drafting young up and coming chefs. I'll tell you who I'm going with my first pick in what? the in, in the young chef draft. Ew. A little man from Dubai. <laughs> a little salt bay. Bing, bing. <laughs> that guy's actually like an awesome chef. Chef. Um, so and like legitimately. You know what's funny, man? He started off as like a, you know, a meme sure. essentially on online. And then, like, his Instagram blew up because he looks like an amazing chef. Yeah. And I don't know what's happening because I follow that guy on a regular basis. Yeah. But he's been in New York, uh, Chicago, and L.A., and I think, I think they're going to bring him over to America to open up his own, to be a chef at one of these, like, high-end restaurants. Yeah, there's another one I need to add to the list yeah. of, like, aspirational restaurants that I want when, to when, go to but are never going to go to. When Salt Bay... Uh, cooked a steak and then took another piece of meat and put it inside the steak to cooked recook that the steak. steak with another piece of steak with another piece of steak it was amazing yeah you had a little bit of a food boner oh boy i i'm a huge salt bay guy like i get the whole shit and then dicaprio flew over to D dubai to eat at DiCaprio his restaurant will legitimize anyone right i know like if you're seen with DiPa dicaprio yeah. you're that's it. So when I when I saw that, I was like, God damn! I need we need to hop on the Salt Bay train. Yeah, he'd be my my, my number one pick. In who's my your chef, who's your go to? Yeah, who's your? He's my number one pick. Who's your go to chef? Um, because oh, you follow this so whole fucking world. Stupid. Who who is it? It's, Don't say Gordon Ramsay either. No, it's Batali. Mm. It's which is so not cool or ob obscure or anything it's not but, but we've, we've eaten eat at his restaurants and, and i they're so they're good. delightful and i'm also delightful. not like 
a foodie foodie where I want like things to be super weird and raw and like all, like right. I'm an I like eating. How how I just imp- like eating good. Sure, food but but how like realistically, how important is it to have a good chef at the restaurant? Like like a Mario Batali. When you go to those places, does he really design the whole menu and like those are all his dishes? Uh, yes. I mean, okay. I th- yeah. I don't know or that world. Or he hires like an executive chef that has new and cool ideas, and it's just like anything where whoever you want to bring into your team sure. is going to put forth your vision and so he's the the vision guy you have certain like principles where i like everything to be fresh or i want the meat to be from here whatever right that make you the chef that you are and then i guess other i don't know fuck i mean i don't really know that world i'm obsessed with it and i love it yeah but you know i because I, mean, I know Anthony Bourdain, like, isn't the... Bourdain. Isn't that, like, the best? He's not a chef. Is he a yes, chef? Oh, yes. he is. I didn't know yes. that. I he thought he started. just ate food. Because we watched well, that. Well, he does we now. That show. Yeah. He does now, but he started out as a chef. Really? He got his start. He uh, wrote Kitchen Confidential about his time in New York restaurants, just, like, gotcha. trying to be a fucking... And he was, like, never quite... He, he wasn't that quite good enough. Wasn't but now he judges enough. other restaurants? Well, you That's know, a weird thing to me. That's like a if you can't do teach type of thing. Kind of, it's just, yeah. Uh, well, his person, he's more of a writer. He's always been right, okay. and he's more of know, just I like don't a know travel the Bourdain guy. World, like really? to me, it just looks like a guy who's kind of living the dream. Where it was like, living. I didn't know if he was a journalist. I didn't know what he did um, because he just kind of travels around and he's just he's cool enough about it. Like, what, how old would you say Anthony Bourdain is? Sixties. Um, I think almost. He's not. He's not in his fifties. He's got to be in his sixties. Or I'm gonna look. No, no. I think he's late, late fifties. Am I crazy? I I would say you're crazy on that. I think. I think he's got to be in his sixties. But um, but still like a like a hipper, cooler guy. Hey, uh, how about a Malbec? Yeah. You know the type of guy who's just like I'm gonna. I want to go to Cuba the day the the doors open and get a Malbec and a cigar, a nice Cuban cigar. Ooh, born in 56. He was born. Oh, he's born in 56? Mm-hmm. Shit, he's 61 years old. Okay. Um, Thank you for doing that math for me because I'm so dumb. But You're welcome. No, I know. Yeah, I, you're welcome. I just, you know, I get flustered, you guys. I'm yeah. trying to talk 61. and do the thing. So he's 61, but he sort of fell into this. I saw he just got divorced, too, by the way. Oh, well, because he, he's pimpier. He just wants to travel. He's pimpier than he's ever been. Fuck girls in other countries. Uh, eat good food. I think he more, honestly, I think he more just wants to travel, drink, and eat good food. And, like, never be home. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? See, I, you, I don't know. You, you like him. I think he seems yeah. like kind of an asshole. Well, yeah. I saw the thing I, with the. That's kind of part of the reason why I like him, though. Yeah, I, maybe that's kind of the allure of of, of Anthony Bourdain. Bourdain, you do a spot on oh, Bourdain. Oh, I, I need a Malbec. It's an obscure. Can I can I get a fucking Malbec? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a super obscure one, but I I like it. I like like I wish I could do it out. In He's public. one of those people that you always say this fail upwards or yeah. fail yeah, into yeah, f- things. Fail upwards, so yeah. he was just like this drug addict, fucking chef. Was he in really New York? Yeah. Hard drugs? Are we talking hard drugs? Heroin, or? yeah. Oh, Jesus yeah. Christ. And all kinds of shit. But like he was, you know, more like chef world style where you like do a little bit or you do some coke to get through the day or the whatever it sure. is because your hours are so crazy. But he was like in a bunch, worked in a bunch of different restaurants. So he wasn't like that great at one. He was just knocking around New York and he wrote this article for 
I think New York Times something or don't quote me on the paper, but he wrote this article about being a chef, the underworld of being a a chef chef, and got called immediately to write a book. And fucking it became Bourdain. a bestseller, and from there, how does that happen to he, people? I don't know. It's from crazy, there, right? he's just like he must be the chefs that he worked with that are still trying to fucking do it. Must be like that fucking guy. Wow, that fucking guy. But you know, he really he is. He seems like a good writer, and I read his book, and it was amazing. So I, look, I think he's a fascinating individual. He seems he just seems like kind of a okay. dick. Yes. Seems like oh, kind of for dick. sure, for sure. Because uh, yes. when he doesn't like food, he did an episode of the Waffle House. By the way, speaking of uh, Charleston, I believe I believe it was a Waffle House in Charleston. Yes, it was because um, he was with Sean Brock. Okay. That owns the house. And it, you know, he kind of shit on the Waffle House food and was like, yeah. "Whoa, whoa, 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 big guy." Yeah. Uh, you don't come into uh, the House of the South and did start he? shitting on Waffle House. Did he shit on it? Though? Yeah, he was just like, "This is." This is. They know. did a really funny piece. Where and there was did, he wouldn't like, eat something like he wouldn't eat something from the Waffle House. I don't know if it was ham or I something. I think like he a steak, like, some kind of like yeah, ground yeah, yeah, steak yeah. He or would something. Not, he was <laughs> yeah. not having it. Yeah. And, and the and guy he, who he was with was just dying laughing because it oh, was yeah. like the fact that Anthony Bourdain went to a fucking Waffle House in the first place. Like, yeah. Because that's that's the thing about food that I, that I like about you is you're not uh, you're not like super like oh. I'm going to have high end oh, no. shit from Chevron. Like you'll go disgusting. Uh, one it of our earlier, earlier good. episodes before we did uh, films yeah. was your, your, your food guilty pleasure was uh, uh, a bologna sandwich with mayonnaise, with yeah. mayonnaise, um, on white on white, white bread, like the basic, basic white bread. Yeah. Not toasted. Not, not yeah, just disgusting. disgusting. So you're not, again, you're, you're not a hard but, gal to please, uh, but <laughs> You know, it just has you like to be good, and the flavors have to be the things that I like or associate with, like childhood or a place or whatever. Right. Like, but but what, I don't want anything weird or Anthony raw. Anthony Bourdain, yes. Bourdain is just like, oh god, he'll eat the fucking weirdest shit. I need though, a dude. fucking Malbec, yeah. and uh, and uh, man, there's nothing like this pad thai from from Vietnam or whatever the fuck he is, and uh, he's very he's very particular about his foods where they're from. All yeah. that other stuff. And, yeah. you know, that's kind of dickish to me where it's like, because, I mean, look, uh, you, I can still get down at a Red Lobster. I don't, I don't care. You know, yeah, I can dude. find something on any menu pretty much Yeah, where I'm just like, all right, yeah, cool. I can get down on this. You know, even if it's like one appetizer where it's like, give me three of those. Give me three oh, calamaries and call it I'm a an day. appetizer gal. Oh, yeah. You're, well. you're an app queen. Um, I, have you ever seen my app queen? That is, that's like a Fetty Wap song. She's my app queen instead Do of a it, trap make queen. Make it, record yeah. it, drop yeah. it, drop it. Number one instantly. Um, have you seen Mermaids with Cher? Do you remember that movie? The, oh, the movie Mermaids with yeah. Cher and Christina Ricci. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, I have seen it. Well, yeah. I'm like, I'm like Cher in that movie. Remember, she would always only make appetizers for dinner. Yeah. So it would just be plates and plates of just like ah, hot dogs. I get down on and apps. I love that. I, was I get like, down oh on apps. God. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we, we get down on apps. Like your, your Oscar parties are very lavish, full of apps. Full and of that's apps. What, I, what I love. Yep. Uh, same, same with your Super Bowl parties, mm-hmm. where you will get down on some pea skins. You'll throw down on some pea skins. Jalapeno dip. Yep. Nachis. Yeah. Oh, boy. A sweet nachis. Usually, you know, you even draft night, you even draft night it up with apps. Um, this, yes. one's, this one's a different story. Um, well, you know, on diet this time, but yeah. uh, you know they're on Thursdays, and it's like, all right, cool. But usually you're a you're a you bomb it up for the the fucking I NFL do. draft uh, for me, which is if nice. If somebody were to um, offer us like a traveling 
eat crazy food places, would you do that with me? I, I would. Like on Cooking Network. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I I make or fun Vice? of I make fun of Guy Fieri on my Instagram religiously because I fucking hate Guy. But Fieri. like, would you do that Diners, with me? Drivers and dives. Like <laughs> you and me take the greyhound. There would be around. Yeah, yeah. No, it wouldn't, <laughs> it wouldn't be a fucking greyhound. Um, but uh, I I would. But I would I would definitely have in my contract a disclaimer for the audience where okay. it says warning you know in all black white lettering that just says you know warning uh this is ross patterson before he started this show oh, okay. the ross patterson afterwards is gonna be super fucking yeah, fat yeah, 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 because yeah. that's what happens to all those guys so like guy fieri uh who is the old one that that adam goodman or goodrich or oh uh, from man, uh, versus, man food. versus food yeah if you look at when he started this show to where he was oh, afterwards yeah. he is ballooned and, well, and then I don't know how Bourdain down. stays in shape. He's somehow still thin. Maybe he's gotten Adam uh, Richmond. Maybe yeah, he's Adam gotten Richmond, back into drugs. I don't. I, I don't know because I don't know how you eat all that food. I don't know all the time. And I know there and travel and travel airports, cars like because even when you're sleeping. not eating that food, you're still traveling eating shitty oh, food because it's yeah. hard to find you know salads and healthy things that are good yeah. when you're traveling. Um, you know, I got a, I have a flight on Saturday. I, I, I got to fly out to Salt Lake City to do some work on. You know, you're gonna grab a bag book. of bows. Grab a bows. I'm gonna. The first thing I grab is a For bag sure. of combos. Um, it's you know, pizzeria combos, and it's like fuck. Boom from from minutes. You know, thirty inside the airport. Once I get through security and you know get cup checked, dick checked, taint checked. For all my shit. X-rayed. Yeah. yeah. Going through the thing. I know my first stop after that is to wash my hands. And then, boom, I'm getting those bows. Right bows. I'm dropping bows. I'm getting combos. I'm getting pizzeria combos. Mm-hmm. Uh, some Pretzel fo- on the outside, guys. Yeah. Don't ever go white. Some form white of. Bows. And, and here's the thing is like, you know, flying out of Wilmington is a long flight. I got to go to Salt Lake. There, there's always a, you know, a, a connection somewhere. And it's like, yeah. God damn it. I know I'll be getting something else. I know. Some kind of bagel sandwich. Uh, after that, and it's just like, oh boy. But God damn it, isn't that what life is about? Like, it fucking is so shitty to be it on is. a diet. Like, I know. life is about eating and drinking and like not fucking Enjoying stressing yourself. about what you weigh. Yeah, I know. I God know. Damn it, dude. But that's that's what it is. But it, but but to answer your question, yes, I would I, w- I would absolutely do a food show with you. Okay, so um, open invitation to Vice. It would be fun. Cooking channel. <laughs> Anybody yeah. that works for Well, what I'm saying is this. The salary's got to be high enough oh, that okay. it's going to, because it's going to ruin. For me, you can pay me life. nothing. You can pay me nothing. It's going to ruin my life. I'm going to be obese as shit. Because mm-hmm. I'm not the guy who's just going to have one bite and then tell the cameras to say, hey, can you stop? And spit it Like, out. yeah, if we, if we went to Philadelphia and it was like, hey, we're, uh, doing, we're testing out Philly cheesesteaks. Yeah, steaks, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to just be like, I'm going <laughs> to have a nibble and then, you know, get the shot and then we're done with right. that. I'm going to eat the whole goddamn sandwich and then i also want my contract that a, a nice a nice healthy two-hour nap after that sure because let's face it yeah dude that's um, your thing I, I i gotta sleep that off those mm. meals that those guys are eating jesus you need a nap afterwards yeah um and Bourdain's drinking too on top of that. Yeah. He has beers with every fucking meal. And they're that shooting he has. midday, so it's not like, you know, some of his shows are at night, but but a lot of them are midday yeah. where it's like, dude, you're hammered. You had a great meal mid afternoon. Like, dude, a nap is a you nap is definitely uh on the sh- on the shed, if you yeah. will, on the schedule. Yeah. Um this is the point in the show we get to the revolutionary 
figure of the day. Sorry, we went off on the on the. Food. I know. I wasn't expecting. I mean, don't it to get go me there. started on food. I know. I wasn't expecting it Damn to go it. there, but I don't mind it. I'm sorry. You I don't guys. mind it. Sorry. Uh, Revolutionary figure of the day. Uh, this one goes to uh, since we were talking about the NFL draft. Yes. Since it's draft day, this one's going to Mister Irrelevance. Uh, you actually know Mr. Irrelevant. I do? Yeah, because on the first, uh, we started dating right around the first time of the, the, the NFL draft or living together. Okay. And, and I was hardcore watching the draft, and you were by like round six, which, you know, six or seven, um, at the end of the draft, you're like, why are you even watching at this point? Like, So this I is wasn't so... pretending that I no, you it at that point? No, no, no. I no. had already let that go. Yeah, 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 yeah. You were always, you, you were just, pretend you were so pissed because it was like four days and you're like, dude, on the fourth day of watching this draft, you're like, why are you even watching this anymore? And I said to you, I'm watching it for Mr. Irrelevant. And you're like, who is Mr. Irrelevant? Okay. And what it is, is it's the last pick of the draft is Mr. Irrelevant because mm. nobody remembers who they are. Nobody's watching that point in the show. Okay. Um, nobody remembers who that draft pick is because usually they don't turn out to be anybody. They never really make it. Uh, okay. Only one guy who I can remember has, has made it thus far, and he was a kicker named Ryan Suckup, uh, who's still playing now, um, and he played for a long time. But typically these people don't make it. Oh, okay. Um, and, and, uh, and, and it's truthfully, they would rather not be drafted because then you're stuck with that team. You're making the bare, bare minimum if, you know, if, if yeah, anything, yeah. and then you're, you're still fighting to make the team. So the other guys were like, ah, if, if I don't get drafted, at least I get to pick which team I want to go play for during their training camps and try to make that team, okay. you know? Um, but Mr. Irrelevant is, is the last man picked in the draft. Uh, the def the, the, the draft, um, it dates back to 1936, but the, but the first person officially given the Mr. Irrelevant title was Kelvin Kirk. He was pick number 487 of the 1976 oh draft. And here's what I love about it is they have him back every year. He's an old, he's an older man now. Okay. He's an old man. And he <laughs> comes out now on stage they give him the jersey and they say, Mr. Irrelevant, will you please announce the last pick? I love draft? that. So do I. See, the pageantry. So do the I. The drama. And they bring him back every year. And like, <laughs> if, whenever he passes away, I'm going to be sad because Mr. Irrelevant is gone. Got you. Um, but I, I always stick around to see who that is. And then I root for that person. And I hope they make it. I hope they make it and have a long NFL career. Because somebody's going to do it. Brady was picked you know, in the last round. Like Somebody really? eventually. Yeah. Yeah. Tom Brady was. Uh, somebody eventually is going to be the last pick and be a fucking superstar one day, and I somebody's going to break the trend, and I don't know who that's going to be. Look, Ryan Suckup so has played a long fucking you time. Watch yeah, to see. I like that, and I like I like the fact that somebody got drafted because that way, no matter what happens in your life, you know, let's say it's the fucking Miami Dolphins or or whoever has the last pick in the draft, uh, they Miami can go back. Yeah, whoever it is, yeah. you know, they, they can get some weird team or something. Sure. They can go back and say, uh, you know what? I was drafted by I was drafted by this an NFL team once in my life, and you're like, oh shit, really? Yeah. And you can go back and watch the footage. You'll have that footage for the rest of your life. I like it. No matter what you do and go on and do in this life, you were picked in the NFL draft, and that is still a big deal. It's still a big deal, and I think that's a really cool thing. That's sweet. Um, and I always root for those guys, and I and I hope they make it. I like that. So that's that. Uh, oh. thanks for, thanks for tuning in to the Ross Patterson revolution kids to everybody who got drafted. Good luck and congratulations. Uh, Jables, 
Yes. I hope you uh, I hope you get your chef draft one day. Listen, I wanted to say the one uh, restaurant that Sean Brock had yep. was McCrady's. No way. Was we got to really? go to McCrady's. Uh, we got to go to McCrady's. McCrady's. See you guys at McCrady's. McCrady's. Down in, is it Charleston? Yeah, it's in Charleston. All right. Down in Charleston. <laughs> uh, the Jablers. You look beautiful tonight. Aw. Uh, I am Ross Patterson. This is The Revolution. Good night, everyone. Good night. Good night.